This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know words like feature quite heavily. So, if you've got kids listening, or you're easily offended, I'd highly advise you to Oh, hello, I'm Cathy Burke, and welcome along to this hellish podcast hovel, where roses are black, poems are banned, and even thinking about love is illegal. (laughs) Hang on, who's that singing sweet nothings to a beloved? Oh no, they're just crying, but it sounds like music to my ears. Welcome to... Where there's a will, there's a wake. As the trees begin to burst into glorious green and blossom peers out, which in turn goes weird and brown, then falls off and then eventually dies again, it's time to welcome my guest to this pitiful pit. Now, some podcasts like to talk about ghosting and therapy. This podcast is about haunting and digging deep, six feet under to be precise, because we're talking all about death. And joining me today to tell us about their fantasy funeral is... Vogue Williams. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for having me. Let's just start, Vogue Williams. How many fucking podcasts <laughs> do you do? I have three. Three bodies, yeah. Okay. I can't get enough of them. I love it. I love talking and uh, I get to hang out with my husband who I get on with most of the time uh-huh. uh, and my best friend Joanne and then I do one uh, with Boots which is all about like fun, amazing to- topics that you wouldn't usually talk about. Nice. Yeah. And the one you do with your friend Joanne is uh, My Therapist Ghosted Me. That's the one, yep. Which is a huge success. I know it does. It does really well, but you know what? I think I think a lot of it is down to the fact that it's just like girls sitting together having a laugh, and mm. it just feels like you're sitting with your mates. That's it. Well, you're both very, very funny. You're both very sharp, <laughs> and um, and lovely that you're as sharp and as witty as Joanne, who is the official comedian. Joanne is very, very funny. Like there's so much that we have to cut out because. Like as a comedian yourself, you would know that you can get away with more than I can. I have to take a lot of stuff out because I'll get cancelled very quickly. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I suppose that's true. Yeah, yeah. We do have to watch ourselves. I, I'm too fucking old to be cancelled. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Let's I, try. I do try. I try all the fucking time. I'd love to be cancelled. Well, I wouldn't. Of course I wouldn't. It'd be an absolute nonsense. nightmare, wouldn't it? It'd be so shit. So now let's let's uh, you were saying to me just before we hit the record button that you've got a funny relationship with death or you feel funny about death. So I like I honestly don't know how we're all walking around being okay with this. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. every single one of us is going to die, and mm-hmm. it freaks me out, especially over the last couple of months. 
And when you asked me to come on to this, one of the reasons I wanted to come on, I was Googling how to stop being so worried about death. Oh, really? And, yeah. Go on. And there was this whole thing about if you plan for the future, if you think about your death, if you make sure everything is in order, then you'll start feeling better and more accepting of death. And I thought, if I go on that podcast now and talk about everything to do with my death, I'm going to feel grand again. I think I think you will. I think it does help. This is a, a different sort of therapy. Yeah. Much like your own beautiful podcast. <laughs> yeah. But it's quite hard. Like like not everyone uh, jumps to wanting to do this podcast. Yeah. Because some people uh, have a belief, yeah. you know, or some people are just freaked out at the thought of it. But you said, Vogue, in the last couple of months, you've been more concerned about this. So what's yeah. gone on in the last couple of months? I don't know. I just, I just, I think there's there's always a lot of death around you, isn't mm. there? Mm. And, um, and you worry about it. And then I, I thought, like, what, just like, how do you just, I think what might have happened is I lost my faith a little bit. Okay. And my belief system a little tiny bit. And I think I need to get back into that. I, I kind of was getting on the bandwagon of you're dead, you're dead. And I don't like to think that. I think... It's nicer to think you're dead, you're going somewhere amazing. Okay. I'm going somewhere amazing. Not too hot, not going down there, just somewhere <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, then it's perfect that you're here yeah. to talk about all things death in a fantasy way. Yeah. You know, so we can have a bit of a laugh with it. <laughs> so let's kick off um, with the death. The death. The death. So, Vogue Williams, in your fantasy world, how would you like to die? Now, I thought about this and I wanted to come up with something really good. But in, in reality, I'm a wimp. I want to die in a really nice way. Mm-hmm. I got a new mattress. That's going to be involved in my death. Oh, okay. Definitely. It's very comfortable. Yeah. And I'm going to be I'm going to be like late 90s to the point where I hope that like when you get to your 90s, you're like, fuck, it, I can't be arsed anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm relying on. So I'm going to be late 90s, still looking fantastic. I'm going to be ready for it as well. I want to be like bronzed to the max. Yes. I want to have my hair looking good. Mm-hmm. You know those people that go in and give birth <laughs> and they literally look perfect and yes. they've got their nails and everything done. I want to be like that in death. Lovely. Yeah, I didn't I didn't make it for births, but I will do it in death. Um, I think it would be lovely to be like older in your 90s, lived a great life and... Mm. Um, and your whole family around you. Because nice. I don't want to... Death is very lonely. That's what... For, I don't like being alone. Mm. Ever. Okay. So I'm never alone. The most alone time I'll get today is, is my car home. And there's somebody else in that car. But um, that I'll unfortunately chat to. Poor guy. <laughs> um, but I think being surrounded by my family and at least that way you can kind of fall asleep and loads of morphine. Of course. Yeah, tons of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever have an operation and then they take the morphine away after a while? And oh, like, no, yeah. it's, still, it's still sore. That's it. Those bastards. And like, yeah. no, give me that clicky thing. Yeah, yeah. A little clicker. I've got a terrible pain again. So I'll have loads of morphine. I'll have all my family around me. And I'll slip away peacefully in my sleep, being hugged by my mattress. That's beautiful. Yeah. But this mattress, you see. <laughs> Because apparently they've got a lifespan of 10 years. Oh, yeah. Okay, no. So will you just... Have you found the mattress, now, your dream mattress, so you will continue to just use that, I, uh, you know, keep rebuying the same mattress? I think I will keep getting that mattress. You found the bed. It's hard to find the bed. Yeah. Now if, yeah. So I'll keep rebuying that one. I'm not going in 10 years. Where's wood? I need no, to no. Wood. Gosh, no. 
And actually, so you found the good bed frame because I remember when I'm... <laughs> one of the great things about doing Absolutely Fabulous, um, the TV show... Oh, is we all ju- know what that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's, just, it's just the people you knock about with, you see. Yeah. So when we were doing the movie, which I think was about five years ago... And I'm sat there in this, I mean, this shithole of a makeshift uh, <laughs> green room and sat there with a Calagas fire with Joanna Lumley, Lulu. Amazing. And little Jimmy Cranky. And the discussion was mattresses was and this? bed frames. And Joanna Lumley said she's got the same bed frame that she found. I found it little thrift shop, darling, off, off the King's Road, <laughs> um, 1956. And it was something, she was talking about guineas. It was a couple of guineas. <laughs> don't know what the fuck that was. And, uh, and, it's, and it's been her bed frame ever since. Since 1950, very and, sustainable. Uh, and that's what these ladies were talking about. It was get the right frame. Yeah. You never have to rebuy a bed frame again. And then just continue with... To find the good mattress. To find the good mattress. It's a long search in life for a good mattress, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a night of, And it's nice to fall asleep. You know that feeling when you're falling asleep? So it is nice to fall asleep. Yes. And you don't know that you're not waking up. That's it. I'm trying to make myself feel better here. Absolutely. <laughs> well, no, but your death sounds lovely. Yeah. You know, just being... I mean, it sounds... I've got images of you... Bit like the old lady in Titanic. I'd like she's a lucky. Bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she got to knocking a hundred or whatever. Yeah. And then wouldn't have liked to be on that boat though. No, 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 no. freezing. No, freezing. Well, that's it. I mean, that yeah. was the thing that was a bit unbelievable, wasn't it? We knew she was in a studio. Yeah. At the end of the movie, when she comes out in her nighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Come her little on. bare feet yeah. with a little fucking ring on the toe. <laughs> Have I remembered this? <laughs> Shit, in hell. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't even remember what happened yesterday. But how can I remember the old lady having a toe? <laughs> Important, yeah, she did. She did. She had to show how sort of groovy cool she was. She was, cool, yeah. you know. But I never believed that. I said she's not on that boat because uh, she'd have frozen to death. She would have. But she was happy about Darren because she was getting to go back to ja- Jack, who That's she basically it. murdered. She did murder yeah, Jack because she, she yeah. you know, uh, didn't. What was it? It was a it was wooden a door. door yeah, it? she fucked him off the door. It's like, get off Jack and freezing. <laughs> Loads of room for Jack. <coughs> Whereas if she'd pulled him on, I have to be careful there rather than pull him off. If she'd have, <laughs> she'd have pulled him on, surely his body warmth would have kept her warm. Yeah. You know, they could have kept each other warm. No, actually, we call her a Mayfainer in Ireland. So she's, which means which means me, me, me. That's oh. what she was. She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that word again. A Mayfainer. A Mayfainer. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Mayfain means me. I think the Irish have the best way of putting people down. I'm Irish descent. <laughs> My dad and mother were both Irish. Oh, you can have a passport. You're Irish. Oh, mate, you seen the fucking post. <laughs> No, none of this Brexit shit for no. me. All my kids have an Irish passport oh, now. Oh, yeah, we are Europeans. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we're digressing. Where were we? So you're dead on the bed. On dead this on the bed. beautiful mattress. Yeah. How's everyone feeling, though? I mean, you're surrounded by your lovely family. We should imagine now great-grandchildren, because you're a grand old oh, age. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be, like, late 90s. Yeah. But, like, I'll have, like, I'll still be with it. 
You know, I won't be sore or anything like that. Okay, I'll sore. Be, I'll be in good nick. I'll be in good nick. Yes. Don't want any sore bones or anything. Uh, so there will be, gr- I want them all to be absolutely devastated. Okay. If there's not one person there that is like not convulsing in tears, they're to be removed. Okay. Yeah. Heartbroken. Uh-huh. Inconsolable. Yes. It's the way it has to be. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the public? The public will not know what to do with themselves. Yeah, yeah. They will be shocked. <laughs> I'll have looked like that I, I should never have died. You want people to be sad, don't you? Uh-huh. You don't want, I, you always say, don't, don't worry about me. Listen, I've I've had a good life. Yes. I might have had a good life, but I still <laughs> want you to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> and by then, I should imagine, you'd have had 20 podcasts. I'll have at least 20 podcasts. So yeah. you're going to have a huge fan base. So I should imagine your fans will be absolutely <laughs> fucking devastated. <laughs> they better be heartbroken, honestly. There'll be no more of me. No Joanne more. said, uh, Joanne is who I do my podcast with. She said, because we were talking about Farrah Fawcett died. And I was like, what the fuck? She died. <laughs> she died a long time ago. Uh-huh. And I loved her, but I actually missed that she died. I miss that she died because Michael Jackson died in the same day and That's overshadowed it. her. Yes. So Joanne said that when she finds out about my death, she's going to go off to Switzerland to one of those little booths and she's going to overshadow <laughs> my death. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I'd be sick. I'd be sick. I wouldn't let her in the pretty gates. She wouldn't be coming in. <laughs> Just to upstage her. Yeah. So the obituary. Who's going to write it? Where do you want it? I'd love for it to be somewhere really fancy. Okay. Like the Telegraph, but realistically. <laughs> the Telegraph. Yeah. Is that fancy? I feel like the Telegraph is fancy or is the it? Times. Oh, right. Something yes. like that. Like I've been, re- but like realistically, I'm going into the Daily Mail. Into the Daily Mail. That's where Mail. it's going. Yeah. That's where my death is being announced in the Daily Mail. And one of those, what do they call it? The sidebar. The sidebar of shame. And only then, and only on that day will the comments be nice. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, the Daily Mail, but I also think, like, I think it would be rude if if Vogue magazine didn't get involved in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they're going to have to take that hit. Are you named after the Vogue magazine? Well, my mom likes to say I'm not, and she tried to tell me that I was born before the magazine came out, so that used to be my story to people. And I think Vogue <laughs> magazine came out about 1922 or so, didn't I it? didn't know that as a child. Right. So I would go around telling everyone, I'd be like, no, no, I was born before the magazine, so she <laughs> she definitely swiped it off the magazine. 1892, goddess Jemima has just fed in my ear, is when Vogue magazine started. I mean, isn't that incredible? Maybe I should get the cover. I think so, because every time we say your name, Vogue, (laughs) you think of the magazine or you think of Madonna. Yeah, that's it. So, you know, I think think the magazine owe you greatly for free advertising. Well, they've stolen my thunder for my entire life, Uh so I think that they can just give me one big old whack at the end. I wondered at one point as well with your name, you know, if you if an American thought, oh shit, it's one of those Irish names that you know, that it probably means it probably it's it, it doesn't sound how it's spelled. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's, yeah, probably, yeah, it's yeah. probably Veronica, Vujana, Vujana. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a great name, actually. Vogue, it's uh, Vogue Williams. It's I have a love hate cool relationship name. with it. I bet it is a little bit tacky. No, I think you should take complete ownership of it and. Uh, and not feel it's tacky at all. It's cool. 
I think probably different. It might have been a problem. I bet a lot of people just thought you made it up and that it isn't your real name. A lot of people still think I've made it up. Okay, yeah, it is. It's it's my real name. Mm. So, but imagine being a baby and my mom introduced. They must have thought she was off her. Rocker. I mean, they must have actually in Ireland as well. Fog. Yeah. Did oh. you hear what she said? Did you call it the child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fog. Blasphemy at home. <laughs> Sandra, who does she think she is? <laughs> Bougie bitch. <laughs> Is that your mum's name, yeah, Sandra. Sandra? Sandra. Oh bless her. Well, that's <laughs> that. I think that speaks volumes, actually, because Sandra, it would have been quite a common name. Yeah, at her age. Sandy, you never hear a Sandy anymore. I think you have to be very careful about people's names as well, because mm. you do see some people, and it's like, oh, that's just not your name. Like, <laughs> there's loads of things I wouldn't like to be called. Um, my auntie's notoriously horrific at, at names and she like she get, she likes to give her opinion whenever you're pregnant, which oh, okay. I am permanently. Mm-hmm. Not now at the moment, touch wood. Um, <laughs> but she uh, her names are things like Chauncey was one of the names she had for our Ch- son. Yeah. Chauncey. Chauncey. Not joking. Chauncey. Keith was another one. Keith. Keith. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> No offence to any Keats out there, but no Keith is on a downward spot. Imagine you and Spencer, <laughs> like this sort of glamorous couple with their new baby, Keith. The Keith, Daily Mail yeah. would have a fucking field day about that one. <laughs> Keith. No, no, you couldn't do it. But the more you say it, the cooler it sounds. Keith, 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 Keith. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Short break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. So, so you're dead now in the bed. Everyone's crying. Vogue have done her beautiful, not just the front cover. I think they've dedicated <laughs> the whole magazine to you. I might put you in charge of this shit, by the way, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, is there anything that you would do differently, do you think? I would be more worldly. Oh, okay. So by that I mean I would have had sex with way more people. Oh, okay. I just don't think I did a good job. Right. Because I'm all I'm one of those people that's in a relationship all the time. And I feel like if I ever compare numbers with anyone, mine are way down. I haven't been doing a good job. My sister's a lesbian and she's been with more men than me. Like that's saying something. <laughs> 
So you just want to shag more people? Yeah. Now, in saying, this, in saying this about all the worldliness, let's be honest, I wouldn't be arsed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I spend is enough to keep me on my toes. So, right now, because you're a lovely little Irish lady, lovely little Irish leprechaun, we... <laughs> That's a good accent in fairness. <laughs> you from Cork? <laughs> well, yes, so it was, uh, mum was Cork and dad was Galway. So nice. my Irish accent is sort of a bit of a mix, a bit yeah. of a Bally Kiss Angel bollock job. Bally Kiss Angel, do you remember Bally Kiss Angel? Jesus. And, uh, but because you're a lovely Irish lady, we usually do... The funeral next, and then the wake. But of course, in Ireland, the wake comes first. But we've got a little jingle, a new jingle, because we're doing the wake first. Okay. The wake. Oh, is that it? (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) You ran out of money. (laughs) I thought there might have been a little bit of an Irish fiddle going on or something in the... We can add that in. I think your your goddess Jemima's father does this for us. Oh, nice. Uh, and I think he needs a bit of a shake. The wake. <laughs> so, the wake. Right. What's that going to be like? Okay. The wake. I'm kind of going on everybody else's wake, but I do feel like... You should have a fancy wake in your house. So this is the start of the celebrations. I'm not like, people don't need to be as heartbroken anymore. Okay. We're moving on now. I'm dead. And just explain to our listener how the Irish wake works. So the Irish wake usually works by you bring the body back to the house Mm -hmm. and whoever wants can come and pay their respects. I'm not mad for dead bodies, so I try and avoid that. Okay. But sometimes it's seen as rude if you don't go in and give your last respects. I never feel like you need to force some, it onto somebody. But basically, the wake could be a day, it could be two days. Everyone can come and say their last respects. They don't have to go see the body and you go in the absolute piss. Nice. Yeah. So that's very important. But I'm going to take a little bit of like the different, like other cultures do it slightly differently. Yeah. So like, like I don't want to just be lying there in a bed. I've done that. Uh-huh. We just did that. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to be sat up doing something. Like, did you ever see those those <laughs> pictures of like <laughs> of like in Brazil? There was this boy who died, and he was a boxer. Yes. And so they had him in a ring, and uh-huh. they had the body propped up with the gloves and everything on. So he was like in position, and I thought that's quite that looks quite cool. Or this fella who was mad for for motorcycling, and they had him propped up on a motorcycle. I don't know how they do it, but they did it, and I just thought. I want to do something fun like that, like okay. something quite cool. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm into that much, so I haven't decided what I would be doing. Right. I might just sit in the couch and just be eating something and watching my favourite programme, but look like I'm, <laughs> so people can come and sit beside me and like feel like they can have a chat. I think if you've got a dead body in a bed, it's kind of scary. Uh-huh. Or in a coffin. Oh, coffins are the worst. Because that's what they usually are at wakes. They're, yeah. they're lying in the coffin, aren't they? There is a new one now because we're trying to be more sustainable that they actually look nice as well. It's like a wicker coffin. Yes, yes. And you know what? If you're dead, like, are you spending 12 grand in a coffin? No, no, no. No, no, no. 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 You need to put that towards the party. That's it. But the wicker coffin is is very on trend now. Yeah. I think, I mean, the last sort of few funerals I've been to in the last sort of 10 years or whatever... I think it's been about two or three. Um, they were all wicker, yeah. wicker coffins. Like you'd be embarrassed if you weren't buried in a wicker coffin. Yeah, that is yeah. really scarlet for you. That's it. People going, 
Yeah. Did you see her coffin? That's Jeez. embarrassing. That was shite. That's shite. terrible. Yeah. Weren't thinking about the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all. Selfish bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she was always like that, you know. Yeah, she never recycled. Yeah, yeah. Greedy bitch. So, you're, you're in a wicker coffin or you want to be in a bed? Do you still want to be no, in a bed? I don't know. I'm, I'm out of the bed because the bed's depressing by the time and I want people to be happy now. We've moved on. Yes. So they were all absolutely heartbroken. They've slightly come to terms with it. Okay. And now we're getting on to the more fun part because, like, if you're ever invited to a funeral in Ireland, you'd be mad to say no. Okay. They are yeah, yeah. great crack. Uh-huh. Really good fun. So it starts at the wake. So I'm going to be propped up because I'm going to take a little bit of someone else's culture and I'm going to be propped up and just sitting there. Uh-huh. Um, and everyone can come and sit beside me and have a chat and like tell me how sad that they are that I've died and then they're all getting absolutely deranged around me uh-huh. that's what I want and what sort of food what, what's going to be the buffet I can't tell you how much I love a buffet honestly yes. COVID nearly took that away from us full time yes Honestly, that's true. Terrible. I love ten out of ten for a buffet. I would definitely have a buffet. Uh-huh. I think it like I'm going to spend a lot of money on my funeral. Right, I deserve it. Yeah, because I'm saving money on the coffin. Let's not forget that. That's true. And I'm having the, the wakes at home, so that's not going to cost a lot. So I'm going to go all out in the food. I'm going to have like caviar is going to be there. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to have a bit of caviar. I'm going to have chicken wings. Oh yeah, I love a chicken wing. An Irish chicken wing is amazing as well. You have to have cocktail sausages. Mm. Crab claws because I'm in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. So all the Irish bits um, and loads and loads of booze. A nice bread, loads of bread. I yes, bread, soda bread. Yeah, yum. Loads of that. Cheese. I make it. I make a good, good soda bread. It's a it's a crowd pleaser though. If anyone can cook a good bread and anyone mm. can cook soda bread, I reckon my son could do it and he's four. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Defo. But I go home because I'm lazy and I go home quite a lot. So like, I'll bring home three. I'll slice them. They go in the freezer. Right, ready to go. And does your mum make them or are they shop-bought? No, she makes her own. How lovely. I know, she's nice like that. Hers is really nice as well. She went off feast for a while. So did her bolognese. I don't know what happened, but she's back on track now. What do you mean bolognese? So she went off feast with her bread. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Her bread <laughs> recipe. I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> and her bolognese went downhill at the same time, but she's back now. How interesting. You know... Your mum needs just... to be able to cook a good bolognese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you lost your dad, didn't you? I did, yeah. So, do you think, did your mum's cooking skills, was it after you lost your dad, maybe? maybe. No, God. No. I no. wouldn't say she was very upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't spoken in quite some time. Oh, well, um, <laughs> I wouldn't like to say it was welcomed, but... <laughs> <laughs> No, they weren't. They never spoke. So, oh, there you yeah, go. That wasn't the reason behind the bolognese. Behind her losing the neck <laughs> for the old bolognese. It's yeah. because I've lost the love of my life. Yeah. No. So let's, because uh, um, this is all last over tip now. Been, <laughs> that's you know, the Irish way. That's, that's my fault. It. That's it. Um, so now uh, we're going to do the funeral yeah. now. So in Ireland, that would be pretty quick after the mm. the wake then. I think I'll just do a one-day wake because like... Oh, right. I want people to really go wild at the wake. It has yeah. to... And like, then you can get people to drink the second day, but you can't... People aren't really on board for drinking three days in a row. You'll no. get them for two days. Yes. And I want... This is going to be a party. It's uh-huh. going to be great crack. Everyone's going to want to come. If you don't get invited to my wake, you're raging. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So... I'd say we'll do a one-day wake, start early in the morning, people will finish up, people will start leaving around 2am or something like that. Nice. Funerals the next day. The next day? Yeah, that's how we do it. 
God, there'd be a lot of hanging heads, wouldn't there? I know, but there's more booze to come. And you know the second uh, day drinking is always more fun than the first. Okay. So it adds to the party that we're going to have. Nice. Yeah. So how are you going to get to the funeral? I want to go to my own funeral. I know I'm going to be there, but this actually sounds like good fun to me. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds great. <laughs> and, and you're spending a lot of money, you know. Yeah. You're not being tight about it. No, definitely I mean, not. I mean, I want to fucking go, but I... <laughs> I, I I'll be long gone before before you're 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 popping your. You don't want clocks. people to call you a tight bitch in in death because that'll stick. No mud sticks. If someone starts saying she was an absolute cheapster at that funeral, you don't yes. want people saying that about you. That's <laughs> it. I remember when uh, when my dad was uh, you know we knew he was going to die, and so he was very much uh, organising the funeral and stuff and it was here in England that he passed away so yeah he organised his funeral he really did well he did actually well he absolutely told me what he wanted and stuff he said he wanted a young priest (laughs) for some reason Uh, he didn't want an old fuddy-duddy and He's right, though. That would have been a nicer service. Oh, it was, actually. Yeah. And he was very sweet, the young priest. But also uh, the the food, because the wake was just a, um, a pub, and I knew the landlord, Tony. And, uh, and I remember saying to, to- Tony, Dad... Uh, wants the buffet to be from Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Tony was like, well, I could get it from Sainsbury's. It'll be cheaper. And I went, no, he wants it to be Marks and Spencer's. Because yeah, I think it was that thing he wanted people to say, oh, yes, and the sandwiches was, were Marks's. Not, yeah. not. That's a nice wake as well. Like my dad, he didn't really have any plans for his funeral. He, I know he didn't want to die. Obviously, no one wants to die. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think <laughs> I think uh, I think he was quite frightened of it. Oh, okay. And, um, but like, I, I don't think he thought he knew, he thought he was going to die. But anyway, he had two things. He didn't want to be buried on top of his mother. Because okay. In Ireland, they all bought plots when they were in yes, their twenties. Absolutely, yeah. He didn't. Um, so he insisted that my auntie allow him to use her plot, and she could go on top of him. But he wasn't going in with the parents, and he I, I, he knew what outfit he wanted to be buried in. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So he got buried in that. Okay, okay. I don't blame him for not wanting to be on top of his mum. That's fair enough, you know. Yeah, because that's a bit odd. I like kind the of. of it. I wouldn't mind though, because again, I don't like being alone. See, see, I'd like to be buried with somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it, like a double coffin. Or you could get um, a sort of tomb, a big tomb. You know. Are they still doing tomb? I feel like we're running out of space. I don't know if tombs are even available anymore. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I'm sure a tomb, because, listen, you can fucking buy anything nowadays, <laughs> you know what I mean? Imagine you died, right? Yeah. You buy this little cottage down the country. Yeah. You die. Yeah. Someone goes and places you in the cottage. You're just sitting there. You're not like stuck in a coffin or anything or underground. And then like, let's say your partner dies. Then they get brought down to the cottage and they're just sitting there with you. And then someone else that you know dies. You can have like a little group and you all go and live in this. Well, don't live. You all go and be dead in this coffin together, in this house together. Right. It'd be quite nice, no? I wouldn't want to be like dropping the other people off after the first person. Yes. Kind of. Not, that wouldn't be great but that's not our problem I we're think dead. we're going to have a whole debate now about second homes <laughs> so I don't know I don't know whether I'm going to allow that a cottage but a burial ground near a house maybe but that's a tomb a tomb is kind of housey I suppose and then he could get frozen but I was looking into Walt mm. Disney I think that's a myth I don't think he got frozen 
You know the way everyone says he was frozen? Yes. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? Well, I think I'm... I, what are they called again? Not a chiropractor. <laughs> Cryo, cryogenically frozen. <laughs> I, I I met a fella because I... I've made another documentary for Channel 4. We, we don't know when it's coming out yet because they won't fucking tell us. <laughs> um, but that was about age. And, of course, and we sort of discussed death a little bit. Yeah. And I met this fella who was a cryogenicist. Is that oh, what they really? would be? So it's true. Goddess Jemima's giving me the thumbs up because she was <laughs> university educated and she's telling me that was fine. But it is a thing then. So he's freezing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a thing. It is an actual thing. But then if he got brought back, I was speaking to my husband about this last night. If he got brought back, I was like, but I wouldn't know anyone. He goes, I don't give a fuck. I can make new friends with anyone, anywhere I go. I was like, okay. (laughs) So he wouldn't mind that. But he'd quite like to be shot into space. I don't think I'd like that. No, no. So you're going to be buried or cremated? Talking about all that, I think I think I've always had buried in my mind for uh-huh. some reason, but cremated might just be an easier thing for people. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's sort of, then the ashes can be scattered here, there, and everywhere. You yeah, say. you can put a little bit of yourself everywhere. Yeah, I have yeah. friends who drank um, some of their mom's ashes. On purpose? Yeah. Put it, put it in there. Obviously, they were probably four or five kids in and they're just like, oh, let's do a bit of this. It's kind of cute. And then it's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that cute? Imagine the next day when you're having a poo and you're like, <laughs> I can smell mother's perfume. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> but yeah, they did it. Oh. I know. All right, listener. A quick note, especially for you. If you've been listening to these and enjoying them, why not give us a little review or even hit the subscribe button? We've got some lovely bonus episodes too, where I sit down and talk shit with my goddesses and we do have a laugh. (laughs) It's just, oh my God, it's one of my favourite stories. So let's get back to the episode, shall we? So we're at the funeral now. So the eulogy, who have you got to do us the eulogy? I thought the best person, he's very good at words. Mm-hmm. Whenever his friends get married, he always is asked to be the person to like get up and do the speeches and all that oh, kind of really? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my husband, Spencer, now I haven't heard this. Okay. So I'm kind of worried as well. Okay, well, let's hear it together. We might, ha- we might have to snip, snip. <laughs> <laughs> Though my wonderful wife was a marvellous woman, caring, vibrant, always puts others before her. The most phenomenal mother, and she will be sorely missed. It is a shame that she was never able to overcome her great fear of death um, in the time that she was alive. So I can only hope that um, actually being dead is going to allow her to life. Unless, of course, you want to be single and have a fresh go of life number two. But I personally would love to spend that with you uh, and our kids who, of course, won't be kids anymore. Um, We love you and see you. I'll do a bit of worldliness and then I'll go, I'll be ready and waiting for him when he comes up. And then you'll be back with Mr. Spencer. Exactly, exactly. Well, I thought that was really rather sweet, actually. And uh, 
He was quite... I mean, it did just sound like a normal... Well, I suppose it's weird for our <laughs> eulogists because we do ask them to leave a message on WhatsApp. <laughs> and that one very much sounded like a message on yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah, See you was. soon. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> In a mess. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. The wheel. Ah, because usually it goes the wheel and the wake. Is that right? Oh, I've changed the whole so thing you've around. So changed you. it all. We've adapted it. We've adapted it. You'll have to get more Irish guests. So. Oh yeah, I'd love to. Right. So the wheel. The wheel. What you got and who's getting it? I know. I actually might. I might do a wheel after this. Uh-huh. So I know a guy who died. Recently, <laughs> my husband thinks everybody where I live in Ireland, he's just like, oh, I thought another person from from there has died, and I'm like, it's a normal amount of people. Anyway, he died, and his wife had died like ten years before him, and he knew he was dying, and so he started giving away his possessions as he as it was becoming nearer. Yes. And everyone that I've met that he gave something he didn't give anything to me, but whatever. I wonder who had given he had given something to were like, isn't that lovely that he had decided to give me that and gave me the story behind it. And I don't want to be buried with any of my like nice bits. Uh-huh. So um so I think that I would start giving stuff like expensive stuff away before I'm gone if I get that chance to. Right. So like all my nice like things that people can remember me by will be just going out to loads of people. Like Spenny will be raging because I'll be getting rid of all the jewellery. <laughs> like no you're not. Um, so I'd say I'll get rid of all that nice stuff before I go. And then I reckon everything just goes to Spen and he can kind of dole it out as he sees fit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll let my friends, like, go have a wander in my wardrobe. My sister can take what she wants. She's a hoarder, though. She'll she'll probably clear the place out. Right. Even if she doesn't want something, if she sees someone else taking it, she'll then want it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, now. So, this has been fascinating and lovely and wonderful. And I just want to finish off now, lovely Vogue Williams, with I've got this very special machine called the death clock. Okay. <laughs> where we can predict when you're going to die. Do you want to know? Oh, do I want to know? I do know that it's there. I wouldn't usually, but now that it's there, I do. Okay. <laughs> 17th of March, 2208. 22... Oh, oh that's quite nice. 17th of March because it's Paddy's Day. Paddy's Day. I think so, darling. Do we no, I'm not. Dis- I mean, hang on a second. Would I don't want to be, be upstaged by St. Patrick. No, 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 no. That will never happen because you'll be 128. You'll be 222. So you oh, will be the nice. new St. Patrick. You will be St. Vogue because St. you have lived for so long. Yeah. So uh, St. Patrick himself, I think, will be long forgotten about. I'd be happy to live till 228. And the 17th of March then will forever be known as St. Vogue's Day. St. Vogue, everyone just goes on the piss and has a party every single day. Oh, she, she's going. It's my funeral over and over Is she going? That's it, baby. Thank you so much. Oh, she's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. My producer goddess for this episode is Jemima Rathbone. Sound and video engineering by Josh Gibbs and Teddy Riley. Production coordinator is Archon Mohalay. 
Marketing by Abby Brock. Additional production and development from Chris Skinner and Dan Cocker. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>